Three Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Tony. Joe, what's going on out there? Everybody in Two Brothers, One Mike land. T-bomb land, affectionately known as after over a year now of shows, Joe. And uh, what's going on, everybody? We this is this is a great show. At the end of last week's show, Joe, how many times did we have to stop the show at the end to try and figure out how to talk about the summary of what this week's show was about? Would you say if you had a guess, what's a guesstimate on that? Well, I don't have to guess. I actually counted them. We had, I believe it was 14. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> 14 and, takes on an end. Yeah. And sure. the biggest reason was when you started talking about the summary, my, my blood pressure just started boiling. It, it literally, folks, what today's show is about uh, when it comes to, as we said last week at the end, um, basically fitness industry scams. Uh, it's it, This is not a show where we're going to point out, we're going to start naming people and putting them on the clock to respond to us. Uh, and you know, to, to gain, you know, some type of, um, I don't know what, what, so that we could be placed upon the podium of, you know, uh, what's the word we're looking wait, wait, Joe, what's that famous adage the kids use now? Um, and that, that we see in the movies, like, st- snitches get stitches. <laughs> we're not trying to be those people, right? Uh, that's not what we're all about, but you know what? I, I, I'm sorry, but where, where there's smoke, there's fire. And when people, you know, sometimes it's conspiracy theory, but when people think something is wrong uh, in the tune or to the tune of millions of people, when it comes to certain supplementation and certain exercise regimes and certain people that are trying to sell these particular products and these particular, particular yeah, can't talk particular services, there's something wrong. We know there there is. And when we were doing that summary last week on how we were going to explain this, I went on a rant several times and had to stop and say, hang on, let's do this again. <laughs> uh, it was it was just horrible. And uh, and it's because it's important for everybody to understand this. this is, folks, don't go anywhere today. This is important that you understand so much of this stuff and definitely not something we can do in one show. But but this is the beginning of, of pointing out what to look for, for sure. And what it is out there that's been torturing us and making it so hard to figure out what is right and what is wrong when it comes to being the best you from a fitness and nutrition aspect, so to speak. Agree or disagree? No, no, I, I agree. And uh, one of the things that that I want to make sure that we put out there, you know, for those those of you that are listening that you already know better, it's like, look, we know there's no magic pill. That's fine. But there's some people that may be just starting their journey right here with this episode, right? Season three, episode thir- 14, 13, yeah. 14, 14. You threw uh, it right? out today. I didn't even throw that out there today. That's you. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and I'm saying, and here we are, right? And uh, they've never, you know, they just see, they, they have no idea how to go about starting their their journey, to, to becoming healthier or, or, you know, to, to losing weight or whatever it may be, right. They're, they're just starting and, you know, they're flipping through the station or they're scrolling through the timelines and they're just getting berated. Let's face it. Uh, if you just heard us talk about it, it's going to show up on your timeline. Uh, you know, you're going to start to see all these different, uh, different products and different things that are out there that all claim that mm-hmm. this magic pill does exist. Yep. And that's exactly the sort of thing we want to, that, that the kind of myth we wanted to bunk in the devil. show. Yeah. The fitness devil. Sure. Um, it, it is, it, it is. There's no other way to put, well, there's a million ways to put it, but, um, before we do that though, before we do that, let's talk about scams 
What era, Joe? What are you thinking? What era am I going to here when we talk about scams? Well, uh, it's definitely time for that 70s and 80s. 70s and 80s. Like to do, sure. Sure. I mean, if you insist, I mean, I mean, if you insist, I could do that. And I just happen to have, you know, I have a couple of them that I want to talk about today. That's amazing. You mentioned it. Uh, folks, I got to tell you, this is on Joe now. If you didn't want to hear it, you're going to hear it now and you can blame him. But um, let's talk about scams. So anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about when it comes to scams, uh, let's talk about let's Generation X. Let's go back down memory lane. Let's get away from uh, the fitness industry, though, for a second here. And does anybody remember the name Geraldine Elizabeth Carmichael? I have to tell you, I forgot all about this. And the reason why was because this was a scam in the 70s. And Joe, I was young and you were even younger uh, in that particular decade. And I forgot about this until I started reading about it again. Geraldine Elizabeth Carmichael, this young lady uh, created uh, the 20th Century Motor Car Corporation in the 1970s. And it was the answer to a crisis Everybody who remembers the fuel crisis, the energy crisis of the 70s. Wow. Sound familiar? <laughs> and it, I, I, listen, I do remember being in the car and I do remember being in a line down the street to get gas. I do remember that. I was standing in the front seat. Yes, folks, this is the 70s. <laughs> and looking down, just amazed at the fact that we were going to be in line now in the hot sun, which doesn't occur that much in Northeast Ohio anymore, uh, in the hot sun. Uh, waiting to get gas. And so this lady decided that she was going to come up with 20th Century Motor Car Corporation, and she was going to invent the three-wheeled car, the three-wheeled car known as the Dale, D-A-L-E, whose eyes are popping open and ears are twitching as they can remember this now, anybody who's our age. The three-wheeled car called the Dale. It attracted $30 million in investment, Joe. $30 million. People with that kind of money that said, this sounds like a fantastic idea, and here's why. The claim was the vehicle would average 70 miles per gallon of gas for your vehicle. You can drive to Cleveland from Youngstown, Joe, on one gallon of gas, basically. 70 miles to the gallon, a three-wheeled car. She also claimed there were already $3 million in advance sales. That was the pitch towards the investors who were investing all this money in this company. And then Car and Driver Magazine did an investigation, which revealed that not only was there no manufacturing plants building this car, there was no recent research and development plants. There was no production plans on paper. And folks, there was no car. She got herself in a little bit of hot water. And as you can imagine, uh, there was an investigation and Geraldine Elizabeth Carmichael did a little bit of time. So there was that when it comes to scams and how many people that invested in that. I don't know if they got their money back or not, Joe. Uh, But isn't it amazing what people will do? I I was thinking to myself when I read this, how do people do this and not think they're going to get caught? They're going to get caught. That, that was just what was amazing to me, uh, to lie in such fashion. But uh, nonetheless, that was what she, that's what she tried. That's my 70s take on a scam. I'm going to go to the 80s now. This one will catch everybody's ear. And there's nobody that doesn't know about this one. Everybody who ever hears the names Jim and Tammy Faye Baker know exactly what that scam was. And if you don't, Google it 
and enjoy yourself. They were investigated. Joe, do you remember Jim and Tammy Faye Baker? No, absolutely. I mean, how do you, how, how can, I mean, all I, you think Tammy Faye and you think keeping the, the, the makeup industry, industry in business, basically. Yes, absolutely, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have invested whatever she was putting on because I don't know how much, well, whose money was she using to buy all that makeup is what you want to ask yeah, yourself that's now. That's the concerning thing. Yeah. That's the concerning thing. They were investigated for misusing funds raised on air. They had a, they had a show, right? And they were, they were raising funds on air and they were pledging that they were putting all those funds towards mission trips and people that were in need. Hundreds of thousands were found to be used for personal benefit, whatever that benefit that can personally benefit them, right? And funding other organizations within the Baker organization, whatever other organizations they were running. And, and, so, and so eventually the IRS would find millions of dollars that they were keeping for themselves to benefit them from a personal standpoint. And then became, and then, and then came about to the, the Jessica Hahn story, who was a young lady that um, I guess you could say allegedly, but then it was found to be true uh, that Mr. Baker, Jim Baker was having an affair with uh, and so on and so forth. She came forward. She was the snitch, right? Uh, she let the cat out of the bag, so to speak. And it went way deeper than that. And Jim Baker was sentenced to 45 years in prison, of which he only served six, yada, 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 as Elaine from Seinfeld would put it. And in, he, he got out of prison, and, and then he started, Joe, he, he got on television again and started all over in 1993, continuing to try and run all these different types of money-making scams. It's amazing. Like, you don't learn your lesson, do you? And he, he does this, and in 2020, which if you're listening to this show in real time was just two years ago. And it makes you, even if you're not, when I say 2020, what's the first thing that comes to everybody's mind, Joe? Well, it's going to be Corona. Sure. Right. Coronavirus pandemic, right? What did Jim Baker try to do some 30, 35, 40 years later? He tries to sell supplements that cure COVID-19. That was his claim. <laughs> he was warned time and time again by the FDA to stop. And I tell you, Joe, interestingly enough, the main topic of today's show, scams in the fitness and uh, nutrition industry, right? So with that being said, and now that we have all of our knowledge under our belts from the 70s and 80s and what a scam was all about back then, don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsor. Two Brothers, One Mike is sponsored by Kitchenaps, perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, it's Joe from T-Bomb. Once again, we're talking about Kitchen Abs, but this time we're talking about their great selection of pancake mixes you can order right from their site. Now, whether you like blueberry cobbler, strawberry shortcake, they even have banana nut bread super cakes, you can rest assured Kitchen Abs has you covered. And maybe you're not a fan of all these flavors or prefer something a little more traditional then the buttermilk flavored mix would be the perfect fit for your breakfast. The best part about all of this these mixes are made from scratch with top-of-the-line ingredients that are all nutritionally balanced. And with up to 36 grams of protein per serving, you just can't go wrong. Now, for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today. Welcome back, everybody. 
And uh, Joe, was that did I did I pick a good one today when it comes to the seventies and eighties? Those were definite scams, that's for the, sure. Oh my goodness, I feel bad for people. They, you, you know, I think about a scam that happened in more recent years, and people that lost their retirement pensions and sure, lost, sure. And, and, and you know who I'm talking about already, right? Yeah, uh, Bernie Madoff. I mean. Yeah. I don't know how it's amazing. Uh, and that I feel, I see the stories, I see the people in interviews and I just think to myself, how can you do that to people? You know, how, how can you for your own personal benefit do that to so many people? And this right here, maybe not so much from a financial standpoint, although it is because you're making people spend money on your product sure, right? Sure. and your service, maybe not to the tune of them losing millions, but to the tune of them, losing hundreds and thousands and then on top of it putting their their health and wellness in in, in jeopardy and, and so and so that right there is why i get so fired up but yeah. the fitness industry uh what we have to understand here is this uh and this is for everybody to hear fitness industry where industry is the more important word to these people all right folks i'm a part of the fitness industry if you think about it joe we are a part of the fitness industry. That's what this podcast talks about partially. A third of what we talk about in, the, in the, our podcast, or even maybe two-thirds, is fitness and nutrition. So, so that being said, we are a part of this industry, and I think that's what can anger us so much is when we see people doing things that are so immoral in terms of behavior for their own best benefit to harm others. It makes our job harder. Because then people listen to shows like this and say to themselves, why should we what's, believe you guys? Yeah, what's what's their angle? In all yeah, this? what's yeah. your angle here? What's he going to do? Is he going to pop up with all kind of product here at the end of the show? And, and so and that, that, that's where, where, where the pro, you know the big problem comes in. Uh, and so, folks, no, we're not. Um, that's not going to happen in this show. But, you know, it's the battle for the almighty dollar. And it's a roller coaster effect. And, and here, what I mean by that is this it's the fact that when one person within the industry does that, and I'll give an example here, Joe, you and I are in the same industry selling the same products, okay? And, you know, and so we're battling it out. And I don't, it, I mean, I, I hate to say it that way. It sounds like a, a wrestling match here, but, but we are uh, fighting for market share in this particular industry, okay? We're public both of our companies and you're doing things that are very immoral in behavior, but you've got the public believing in your product based on the way you're marketing it, which you're lying without lying sometimes. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. And I'm sitting back saying, I'm trying to do this the right way. And I'm watching what he's doing. And the other 25 to 30 companies that are in the same industry with you are watching what you're doing and you are gaining market share tenfold compared to us as you continue to move on. And I want to be part of that situation. And the only way I'm going to be able to do that, Joe, is what? You I'm going to, come, to yeah, yeah, you have to come down to my level. I'm going to have to come down to your level now and try to figure it out. And so what happens in these situations, folks, is once one company starts doing it, the other one follows suit. And then another one sitting back goes, wait a minute, there's no way I'm going to be able to compete if they've got people believing this. We got to try and take this avenue or maybe we can move it in a different direction where it doesn't look as bad. And then all of a sudden it becomes chaos. Yeah. Or they, or they try to disprove the other people, but now, now they start 
blamed for uh, slinging mud. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, okay, exactly. so your product isn't good enough, so all you could do is put them down. And it's like exactly, no. and it becomes it but, becomes yeah, it, it's 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 one company making unethical choices, and then mm-hmm. many others begin their journey in order to stay competitive, and then it's the whole slinging mud thing, and and, and consumers are in a tennis match, right, watching the ball go back and forth yep. over the net, not knowing who to believe. Um, sounds like politics, anyway. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, I have to throw those those little those little things in sometimes. Oh, there's no money involved in politics. Oh no, no, no! Everybody does no. that for free. Sure. Um, they get a salary, and that's it. Anyway, so no. moving on from the sarcasm, um, you know, sometimes I watch this one video. I've watched it like 50 million times because I I, I love the video itself, uh, and I love what the person who brings the video. I, I love what he has to say. And just like I'm not going to talk about and mention names when it comes to the people that I'm not fond of, I'm not going to mention his name either. I'm going to keep it fair today. Okay. I'm just going to say that I, I love what this gentleman brings to the table and I've, I've watched a lot of his stuff and I like what he brings to the table for a lot of reasons. And he says this in the video, and this is true. The biggest problem in this whole situation, okay, is really not this company or that company, this product or that product. The biggest product, Joe, or the biggest product, the biggest problem mm-hmm. is you. Yes, you, Joe, and and me. Yes, me, Tony, and folks that are listening today, you, and folks that are never going to listen to this show, you too, even though you don't hear me right now. It's all of us. It's the people that are in such a hurry to change their lifestyle that they cannot slow down, have patience, do the research, understand what's going on, and make sound choices in their lives because they want everything to happen overnight. And that is the biggest problem. And what makes it worse is I don't I don't fault all of us. I don't. I really don't. I get it. I understand. Everybody wants to be the best you as fast as possible. It is overall the fault of the people who take advantage of us. And that's the way I look at it. That's that's how I look at it. That's my um, perspective, so to speak. Well, no, it makes, makes sense. sense. I mean, if nobody ever brings it to the table, uh, the you in this in this equation doesn't exist. There's nothing for us to be, you know, trying to make a determination off of it if nobody's bringing their product to the table, right? Yeah. So obviously, it would fall on them. They're the ones who are who are basically initiating the whole thing. Yeah, and I, I'm going to tell you this, okay, folks. Let me explain something to you as far as what is truly attainable for all of us in our lifespan, in our lifetime, okay? Uh, here's an example. Let's just talk about everybody who's trying to gain muscle mass. Ladies, this goes for you too, all right? And this is actually going to be something I think that's going to benefit you, ladies, when you hear what I'm about to say. Because a lot of you are so worried about lifting weights and doing strength training because you say, oh, my God, I don't want to look like that lady uh, on stage at, you know, at the Miss Arnold's fitness uh, pageant. All right. And, and, and so let me break the news to you. Okay. Which is good news. First and foremost, in our lifetime, in our lifespan, in our lifespan, men, you can gain in terms of, in terms of uh, attainability, you can gain 40 to 50 pounds of muscle mass, in your lifetime, which would equate to somewhere around one to two pounds a month. It'll vary up and down. It won't always be two pounds. Sometimes it might be two and a half pounds. Sometimes it'll be half a pound. But if you stay on a journey over your life, gaining between 40 and 50 pounds of muscle mass is really what's attainable to most everybody. 
Okay. Yeah, that's that's naturally, right? Naturally. Naturally. Okay. Naturally. All right. Women, I know you're always so worried about looking like some of those ladies. Your attainability is 20 to 25 pounds over your lifetime. That's all. 20 to 25 pounds is what your body structure is made for in terms of being able to gain muscle mass naturally, which equates to a half a pound to a pound per month. And again, those numbers may fluctuate a little bit. So don't worry about gaining 60 pounds of muscle and looking like Lou Ferrigno with long hair because that's not going to, or short hair. I, I, I'm not, I just probably made somebody mad. I have short hair. I'm, I'm a lady. Okay. It's okay. I don't care about that. I'm just saying, right? So anyway, see where my brain goes, Joe? I'm always worried about making people upset, you know? Um, listen to me. You will gain twice as much muscle in your first year than you're going to gain in all the years following your journey. So if you're somebody who is sedentary and you're just beginning your weightlifting journey, that first year is where you're going to notice your most, your, your most gain. Just like in your weight loss journey, that's where you're going to look, you know, you're going to see your biggest losses in the first six to eight months. Does that sound like a show, a reality show that was put in front of us to make us believe that we can all lose that kind of weight when we're as heavy as the people on the show? Hmm. I can't remember what that show was. Anyway, so the fact of the matter is, it's known by the producers of that show, known that in that first year, those people are going to lose weight. I mean, some of them were losing 15 to 20 pounds a week, right? And then what happens is, towards the end, it gets harder and harder and harder to lose that kind of weight because your body's not adapting in that manner anymore. Your body begins to slow down. The journey begins to slow down. And it is a journey now to maintenance, to maintaining, and so on and so forth. And uh, you have to fight to achieve your goals. But at that point, it should be a journey where you are so excited about how far you've come. And however, we are taught to believe we're not far enough yet. And if we stop for one second, We'll lose everything and have to start all over again. And that's where everybody loses control and, and goes right back to where, you know, the starting gate show. And that's the biggest problem. Uh, numbers that, you know, fitness companies know about and use, trust me, to market their products and services. They know how people think. That's why they send those flyers out. That's why they watch how people are talking on social media. It's easy. It's targeting. It's target marketing. The belief that you lose everything you've gained if you stop for a minute is garbage, garbage if you are somebody who has been on a fitness journey. And a lot of people look at that and they say, is this that uh, muscle memory that you're talking about? Yes. And there's there's all kind of technical terminology that goes into this that I'm not going to bother getting into. But yes, when your body, folks, I've been working out now for a long time, uh, over 30 years, okay? over 30 years. And in that time, if I stopped working out for one year right now, I can guarantee you in a ridiculous amount of time, I can get right back to where I was in several months. It's not going to take me 30 plus years. It's not even going to take me a year and a half to get back to where I was. So sometimes you take time off for injury. Sometimes you take time off because of life in general. Joe, you've taken time off before for both of those things. 
Yeah, just recently, I've just I'm coming off of a, a three week hiatus. That my back uh, had a, a yeah. my upper respiratory infection that I thought was just allergies. We talked about a few episodes ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just now slowly but surely getting back into uh, my workout and doing what I do on yeah. a daily basis. I don't even think people realize that it was just an episode or two ago. You did that entire thing where you're back completely in. Uh, uh, oh, it was, yeah, it was done. It was gone. I, there was, it was probably the worst it had been since I had left the sheriff's department. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. And you went right through that <laughs> show. You, Joe, folks, you got to give Joe, let's everybody give Joe a round of applause. I'm serious. He <laughs> was in a lot of pain, but, but never showed it. That's a trooper right there. She'll listen to this podcast just because of that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that being said, and I'm being serious folks. I mean, he, he was, and I, I thought we were going to have to put off doing that podcast, but um, that was, you know, that's just, that's just a little extra information we like to add. So anyway, that being said, uh, what's the bigger problem? And we've already mentioned it, Joe, several times in, in this show. This day and age and the instant gratification. I want it. It's like that J.D. Wentworth commercial. <laughs> it's my money and I, I want, it, want now. it now. I want it now. Which, well, when it comes to that, I understand that. Even though it's not your money for all of our financial gurus out there. I hate to break the news to you, but you got to pay that back plus interest. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> I want it and I want it now. Everybody wants that slimmer waistline right now. Everybody wants that, that if you're a guy that eight to 10% body fat, and I want it now, if you're a woman, you want under 20% body fat and you want it now. If you are a guy, you want that bigger chest and you want it now, you want to be able to squat 300 pounds and you want it now. If you're, you know, uh, young ladies out there who are marathon runners, you want that time to go down by a minute and a half and you want it now. And, and, and folks, it doesn't work that way. You have to build up everything slowly in your journey to getting there. And, and, you know, I'll tell you, there's, there's, there's undeniable methods that are being used by the fitness industry to benefit the sell. You know, how are we going to sell this stuff? What's our selling point? What's our, what's our, what's our avenue, you know? And, uh, you know, Joe, I know you see this all the time and I see it all the time using models in their infomercials. Mm-hmm. You see it on social media, you see it on TV and you, you know, you even might even go to certain events where the models are at. Obviously, if you go there and see the models, a little bit different approach as opposed to actually seeing pictures uh, in ads and so on and so forth. Uh, What people don't know is what they force the models to do prior and during Mm -hmm. uh, the entire um, time leading up to. There's been a lot of whistleblowers, right, models who have written uh, books, who have written articles, who have come forward – even after signing disclosure saying that they wouldn't do it. And I don't know what the legality issues are there, but um, apparently their attorneys have been able to find ways around them getting in trouble for doing it. But go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of saying that they knew somebody who said, uh, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it could very well be them, but they're saying, well, somebody else had told them, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it'd and it be still very, very much true. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I always wonder how that works because I don't see that part, but it's amazing what they've, what they force models to do. I don't mm-hmm. think people understand this. Um, you know, folks, when you see uh, basically, you know, sometimes companies are using the non-diet approach, uh, what's an example of a non-diet approach, putting, putting the belts on. Uh, and the, belt, the, the belts that are going to cause you to sweat 
and lose weight and the person takes the belt off and all of a sudden they've got a six pack of abs. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a, so that's a non-diet approach, you know, so because they say, well, people don't want to change their eating lifestyle. So let's try this approach instead. Well, they force these models nonetheless, uh, 30 to 60 days out from the shoot, the photo shoot to show their results to go on less than a 1000 calorie diet a day. Okay. That when they do, when they do the picture, when they do the pictures in the videos, they tell them, push your belly out for the before pick, no makeup, do not smile. And we're going to make sure folks over here and Joe, this is where you come in, right? Make mm-hmm. sure the lighting is horrible. Yeah. Uh, so there's, yeah. there's two different types of lighting. So, uh, if they shoot, if the light is directly on them, mm-hmm. like direct light flat against them, you could see nothing. It just, it looks like a big, it's a flat surface. You know yeah. what I mean? And then there's split lighting. Split lighting will make you look shredded. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I've used it, uh, mm-hmm. doing some, I've, I've done some boudoir shoots and you know, the, the women love that, uh, especially when they were trying to show off their, their six pack and maybe it's, maybe it's just a little bit there, but when you use split lighting, it looks yeah. like, like they've been doing, uh, um, you know, crunches for, for months, you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, split lighting will show all the little ridges and edges and uh, shadows and everything. It makes it look that much deeper. If you want a good example, if anybody can remember P90X, uh, and I am not trying to take away from that workout regiment at all. No, I like it. Tony Horton is shredded without split lighting, okay? Mm-hmm. But they used it, uh, I'm, to give an example of what that is, they used that in all of the covers of P90X where the light the light was on the side of him and when they shot it, you could just see every striation and ripple and ridge in yes. that man's body. I mean, just like etched out of stone. That much more though, because you could see every peak and valley uh, in, in the muscle when they do it that way. So yes. lighting is everything. And, and two things here. Number one, we love Tony Horton. Uh, just so everybody knows, uh, we do. I, I do. I like the guy. I like his personality. I like what he brings to mm-hmm. it. He, he, uh, and I don't want to get on a rant here, but he, uh, was in a very bad situation yeah, recently. Um, I don't remember what the name of the disease was. It was actually, I think it was like a couple of years ago. No. And he was eating yeah. away at his muscle. Uh, yeah. and, and he was able to overcome that disease and, uh, you know, and so on and so forth to make a comeback now in his sixties and he's in great shape. Uh, and, and that's, that's just a great story right there. Uh, what he was able to do, mm-hmm. um, in that comeback. And he was able to do that because of his lifestyle of fitness all those years. And then look what happened to him. And then he was able to make a complete turnaround and in his sixties, he's doing great now. He really is. Sure. So, so, I mean, uh, trust me, I, it's not nothing against, P90X and Tony Horton. I absolutely love that program. And I like what Tony's doing. And, and it's kind of hard to argue with his knowledge of, mm. of fitness and, and, and nutrition and so on and so forth. But I understand what you're saying, how they turn the camera. You can make a lot of people look good. That's first. That's, that's the first thing. Second thing is, what do you tell the folks again, what you just said uh, for what kind of picks for, but which ones? I don't know. You do picks. You did the picks. What, what kind of picks were they? Oh, no, no. Well, for boudoir shoots, I've done a boudoir. Few. Boudoir, uh, you know, women want to give like like lingerie pictures for their uh, yeah uh, their husbands or the boyfriends for Valentine's Day, things like that. Mm-hmm. So they'll do, or sometimes they've lost a lot of weight and they want to kind of feel good about themselves, and yeah. so that's something that they like to do and just kind of kind of boost their ego a bit. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's a pretty, it's definitely a pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> cool avenue to take i i've since stopped doing boudoir i don't do that anymore it's just uh seniors and families now but uh yeah this is where 
this is where the look on my face right now would be perfect for video as the camera went to me and then back to you <laughs> and then to me and then back to you. Anyway, let's move on. This show is rated PG 13. And, um, and so prop, no, but, but, hey, hold on. I got to say the props in, 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 to, to my very trusting and loving wife. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, well so. that's where, that's where I was going to say, let's have Cindy on as a guest and, and get her take on it. But yeah, I know folks, I was making a joke there. I already knew all that. Um, that being said, as we move on and, uh, fun is over, let's get back to what we were talking about, right. but I understand what you're saying, you know, in terms of lighting and Joe, this is what Joe does that he is an expert at this. Okay. This is what he does. So that's where I wanted to bring him in to, to give you guys an understanding. Now the after picks were the exact opposite. Tuck in the belly, right? Here's all your makeup. Here's your smile. All the lighting that we did, Joe just explained it. They went the exact opposite way this time to make sure that all the ripple, all the all the etched out, you know, everything that's etched out, chiseled, that chisel yeah. look, tanned. Everybody's tanned all of a sudden yeah. and is smiling, happy. Look at me. And and so there's that. And and how do you I, I know a lot of us see it? Folks, it's a real thing. It's what they do to sell the product. Make no and- mistake about it. And not only do they already possess these qualities, then they enhance them in Photoshop. Uh, and, and it's like, real, it's it, it, sometimes it gets so overdone. I have 21 Day Fix and 21 Day fix, uh, fit, fit Extreme. 21 Day Fix and 21 Day Fix Extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, both with Autumn Calabrese on it. And if you looked at the two pictures, they look like two different women. <laughs> because right. I mean, there was a span of time between the two, right? Uh-huh. But they they did so much extra work on her in the second one. It's like it doesn't even really look like her. So it just goes to show that you know, I mean, the the use of Photoshop is really ridiculous in these as well. I mean, I've seen where they've made uh, uh, they they formed a bikini model, okay, uh-huh. uh, and, and and they they did it in reverse. It was like a video of this person working in Photoshop. They went in reverse to see what the picture looked like before it was a slice of pizza and they actually it was a slice of pizza that they were able to manipulate and change within photoshop with the liquify tools and all these different different wow. tools that we have in photoshop into a a, a, a bikini model and so yeah <laughs> there's that uh you know and so that's what i'm saying it, it, this is one of the things too that is harmful to even our youth that are looking at these just these uh, uh, unrealistic expectations of what the uh, a lot of the um, uh, sports and nutrition, you know, industry, the fitness yes. industry is putting out there. And, you know, it's, it, it almost gets you to a point where it's like, why even bother trying? Because listen, after you've done six months of P90X, you still don't look like Tony Horton. You know, uh, you could do it for six years. Yeah. You could do it for six years. You're still not going to look like Tony Horton. And so, you know, they get to a point where it's like, ah, why even bother? And that's a shame. I mean, especially if you've done that program for six years, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I I do. I do. Listen, it's this whole thing about, I mean, just for example, uh, pushing me lose weight in 30 days, try Mm -hmm. this and lose weight in 30 days. And, and, and so they say, um, They say lose weight in 30 days and they show you somebody who has lost a ton of weight. They show before and after pick. They show the pick with them holding the old pants, right? They hold their old pants up. And then this has been another thing that has been brought to light uh, in, in these particular situations. The person holds the old pants up and they're standing in one leg, Right. And they've lost all this weight. Now, you don't know several things. Number one, you don't know how they lost the weight. Did they have surgery? 
because it's happened many a times where it's been found out that the individual in the picture had surgery, had whatever type of surgery that they do in order to make your stomach smaller, right? Mm-hmm. And and to and, and they stayed on the journey. They stayed on the journey because you can easily go right back to that weight again if you don't follow what the doctor's telling you to follow in order sure. to keep the weight off. And so they stayed on the journey. They look fantastic now, but they don't tell you it's been 18 months right. since the surgery and since they had those pants in their hands and were standing on one leg. Then they go. Well, hold on. There's there's one more thing to add to that. And, and it might be about to, to, to say your next point. The other thing is, if you look real quick, and I mean, it's quick. They just flash it. You will see with a little tiny asterisk in the smallest print writing possible, probably blends into the background of the video that you're uh-huh. watching. Results not typical. Yeah. <laughs> Results not typical. Yeah. Okay. And, and so, you know, there's that too, you know, yeah. um, just something else to think about. Yeah, it's 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 very true. Because they get thousands of these before and afters, thousands. Because everybody wants their picture as part of that product, so they they get all these people thrown in, <laughs> and me. so they find the best of this whole group, and that's all you see is the one. Well, what about everybody else that only lost a few pounds? See, that's one of the things that that I do not care for with Beachbody. It's not to say that it doesn't work, but mm-hmm. everything is very geared towards losing weight quickly, and I just. <laughs> And they again, it's it's a play. It's they're it, it, what they what people need to understand is what they're saying is you're going to lose weight, but you think you're going to look like Jillian Michaels, ladies. You're going to look like Autumn Calabrese in 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 you know thirty days uh, yeah. when she does her she does her different meal plannings and things of that nature uh, with the, the container uh, thing with, with, the the, with the containers, right? Yeah, and and and, and so. I can tell you right now, Autumn and, and Jillian didn't get that way overnight. They have been busting their butt and have been living a lifestyle of fitness and enjoy it, uh, by the yeah. way, and enjoy it, by the way. They don't let it overcome their their personal lives and their professional lives. They enjoy it and they right. enjoy feeling healthy. But you guys look at them and you think, I'm going to look like her in 90 days. I'm going to yeah. look like her in 30 days. No, you're and not. One of the great things about Beachbody, and this is why I still stay with them, uh, is because they also own just that. Like she'll say, listen, it's called 21 day fix, but your journey doesn't have to end in 21 days. You can go ahead and do this again. Yeah. There's other programs that we offer. I mean, they, they, they really are realistic about it. I told you the one, uh, uh, Joel Freeman, the one that I do the, the boxing program with, uh, that's one of his greatest things is that now he's adding on to some of the workouts that people have been doing for, uh, you know, a, a couple of years. He's starting to do add-ons and supplements to these things. Um, you know, they're very, big on on their social media with you know how they enjoy every few weekends you know that go by with a meal that you know everybody be like oh my god you can't eat that you know but he does uh, and yeah, she does exactly. you know uh because they're enjoying their life they work they put in the work to live the way that they want to and and that's really what it's all about it's what the way it's supposed to be yeah you know uh, i think a lot of us lose sight of that when we're putting in the work, we forget, you know, you're supposed to be enjoying yourself too at some point. Yeah. You know? and, and there's that. And you said, so you said a word uh, a few minutes ago uh, and all that, that you just, uh, all that information you just delivered that um, uh, sparked my interest because it's actually what we're going to talk about now. Uh, although you meant it in a different way, you said supplements and yeah, well, yeah. Uh, you said supplement. 
Uh, right, you right. meant it a little bit differently. We're going to actually say something about supplements. Uh, and, and what does that mean? Folks, we've had uh, several shows now about supplementation. And Ron, the pharmacist, has been our guest, uh, whether we talked about creatine, whether we talked about supplementation in general, or whether we talked about um, pre-workout. Uh, we have our third show coming up pretty, pretty soon with an interview, again, with Ron, the pharmacist, uh, and his extensive background in supplementation. Uh, supplements are just that. And we've said this on those shows, and we've probably said it on a million shows already. Supplements, okay, are supplementing your intake. So if you're getting everything you need in macronutrients and vitamins and minerals from your food, from the actual food that you grow and that you kill and cook, okay, if you're getting everything from that, then supplements really aren't a necessity. It's when you're not getting that. Maybe your lifestyle is such that it's very hard to get enough protein in. It's very hard to get the amount of fats in, the essential fats that you need. It's very hard to get in certain amounts of vitamin D just from the foods you eat when you need so much vitamin D, depending on what part of the world you live in, when the sun plays a huge role in that. And if you live in Northeast Ohio, you need a ton of supplementation when it comes to vitamin D. And so- yeah, don't get me started. Anyway, um, <laughs> telling you Lake Havasu, Arizona, that's where I'm going. Um, 294 days a year, sunshine. You, could you imagine that? Youngstown, Ohio, are you listening to this? Anyway, um, supplements are something that you supplement with. And let's, you know, let's just talk about for a second, because we're going to do shows all about this macronutrient in the near future. But if you're talking about protein, and how much protein you actually need. Uh, men are always concerned about this more so because they sit there and they say, well, um, how much protein do I need in order to gain lean muscle tissue, you know, lean muscle mass? Guys, I can't stand when I hear somebody telling you that you need two to three grams of protein per pound of body weight in order to gain lean muscle tissue. That is not the case. That is not the case. That's that's a lot of protein. <laughs> uh, I would say, and I, not not I would say, if you look at the studies, okay, and I don't look at just one study. You look at a lot of different reputable studies from a lot of different journals. It shows study after study, all right, in terms of research, that 0.7 to 0.8, per pound of body weight is all you need in terms of grams of protein. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you take 0.7, 70% of your body weight, okay, at 100 pounds, and you're trying to gain lean muscle tissue, you need 70 grams of protein. That's a very simple, very simple number, and there's not a whole lot of people out there that weigh just 100 pounds as an adult. So, so I'm just giving you guys an example, okay? Take 70% of your body weight, in grams, okay, in pounds, and then turn that into grams of protein if you're trying to gain lean muscle tissue, maybe 80%. Now, it also depends on your activity level as well. We're going to talk about protein in a different show. But, you know, that being said, so when you see these different types of marketing ploys that you need so much protein in order to gain lean muscle tissue, and that at the very end of this, this, this particular study that they tell you about, they then go and say, and in order to get that, 
we have a product now that you can buy that's going to give you that extra boost and that extra amount of protein that's going to help you gain that lean muscle tissue to help supplement your your diet that you already are or, or you know whatever you're eating however you're consuming your food at that point that's where you have to like start questioning the whole situation right then and there because quite frankly, you can't take in enough protein with the kind of foods that you're eating, the lean proteins, the chicken, the fish, all right, the lean meats that are out there, the salmons, uh, well, I said fish, um, you know, and there's, there's a lot of different plant proteins as well from spinach. Uh, just to give you one example, you can get protein from spinach. So there's plant proteins, there's pea protein, there's there's um, there, there's all the meats that they provide. Uh, there's the you know lean turkey bacon and, and uh, turkey sausage and so on and so forth. Eggs are an excellent source of protein. Almonds are an excellent source of protein, and so you can get your protein in. If you can find anywhere between 70 to 80 percent, if you're a very active individual, both in the workplace and in the personal life, that is something you want to gear towards. You do not need over 100 percent of your body weight in order to gain lean muscle tissue. So there's that. OK, there's just one thing right there that drives me nuts when I see that. And, and again, proteins for a different show, Joe, but just an example. But let's talk about let's talk about clothing. Um devices joe they're going to help you lose weight have you ever seen these before yeah i think my favorite is the uh the belt that you put on uh yeah. not the one that makes you sweat we talked about that one but the one that makes you do uh, like ab crunches so you don't ever have to do a crunch for the rest of your life you can just put this on and it's i think it's just an electric stim belt really yeah so that right there i'm going to tell you i've done some extra i've done some extra research on those particular belts and i found some interesting facts it's not so much that it's going to make you look like you have a six or eight pack but for people who have core problems you know with the lower back i have seen some interesting research and i'm not going to go through all that right now where those particular belts do indeed help in terms of helping your lower lumbar and your abdominal region to strengthen it to strengthen it but people buy it to lose weight and to think that they're going to have the eight pack that the model has in the particular picture. And that's where the problem comes in. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested say, in learning more about that because I use yeah. it actually on my lower back, but for a totally different reason, uh, yeah. obviously, you know, but, but go ahead. Yeah. So that's something we'll talk about and maybe we'll have a show about that. Maybe we can get the people who developed it on the show. Uh, and so I found some interesting research on that, but nonetheless, um, plastic clothing in order to, to sweat it out. <laughs> right. Well, here's what, People don't understand you still have the same body fat percentage per pound when you're all done sweating as you run with garbage bags on you, okay? What you lost there was water weight. That's all, water weight. And in three or four days, you're going to be back to the same weight for the time being, and then you freak out because the device that you bought for $180 isn't working the way they said it was going to work. It is working the way they said it was going to work. They told you you're going to sweat like crazy in it, and you're going to lose weight. But do you know what they get? You, listen, Joe, do you know what they know for a fact based on watching all of us as we talk on social media and when they send out different questionnaires to see where you're at in life and what your goals are? They know what are you going to do the minute you get done running? You're going to go where? Right in the bathroom and step oh, on the scale. Sure, sure. Yeah. And you're going to see two pounds have been coming off and you're going to mm-hmm. say, wow. And then you're going to there's that infatuation with the scale. There's that misconception. And, and so, and so that is where the problem lies. They're selling these, this clothing. They're not lying quote unquote to you because you're going to lose weight quote unquote, but you're just losing water weight 
And you're not going to lose any body fat by doing that. Body fat is something that is tackled in a completely different way. And we've talked about that a million times on this show. So on this, on this podcast, not on this particular episode. So there's that, you know, there's, there's this misconception of skinny fat. You see two different people, right? And in pictures and you see the one guy is a little bit skinnier and the other guy's a little heavier. Both of them look like they're in decent shape. They really do. They look like they're avid fitness gurus. They look like they're, they're workout and they eat well, but it's the way the one guy looks with the way he's tanned. He's smiling. The lighting is hitting him at an angle. He's got his hands on his hips. And then the other guy's looking at you straight on. He's not tanned. He's not smiling. Um, and so on and so forth. And and, and so it kind of looks like you automatically would look at the guy on the left and say, well, that guy right there with the tan, this and that, that's the guy who's in better shape. And what they don't understand is it may not be that way. Metabolically speaking, in terms of meta- metabolical uh, health, maybe the guy on the right, you don't know. You don't know. And it's that misconception with skinny fat. Um, people don't understand that just because someone might look a little thinner, doesn't under you don't underestimate the power of visceral fat and the amount of fat that people have within their muscle as opposed to adipose tissue, which is what you find around people's waists and so on and so forth. Yeah, so there's that. I had mentioned uh, a while ago when I tried doing keto, I was doing it wrong. Um, you know, I was I was eating all the wrong foods. I was not eating the healthy fats. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and so because of that, um, you know, sure, I, I still lost the weight and all that stuff was great, and I. I you know, looked looked good and got my weight down. And everything was was awesome. I get my cholesterol back, and and it's well above two hundred. And they're yeah. talking about putting me on a statin. Uh, you know, so it, it's about right there is the very definition of skinny fat. I think it was down to one hundred ninety two pounds, mm-hmm. uh, but my cholesterol has never been higher than than I think that one time. And I decided, you know, maybe keto isn't right for me. But uh, there you go. Because you weren't doing it right. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not, it's not for me either. Right. I mean, it's just the way it is. But well, later I found out what right was and that's when I made the determination that no, that's just not going to work for me. So. so some people out there sell the ketogenic diet the right way. Some people out mm-hmm. there are looking to make a buck and they don't sell it the right way and they don't inform people about all of that. So people are losing weight and thinking, wow, this ketogenic diet works. Works. They go get their A1C levels, their cholesterol levels from the doctor three months later, and nothing has gotten any better. And the reason why is because they don't understand. You can't go on a day that you're not doing intermittent fasting uh, within your ketogenic diet and eat the house and right. and, and expect yourself to, to gain uh, metabolic health uh, in your journey. You're getting healthier in terms of losing body fat. You're not getting healthier in terms of metabolic health because you're eating the wrong way at different points in that journey. And people are selling this ketogenic diet to you and they want you to buy their products, keto this and keto that. In order for you to buy their products, you have to be a part of their membership and so on and so forth. But they're not really giving you all the information that you need. And that's where the they say, we're not lying, but you are. Okay, you're you're taking a very immoral approach to how you sell your product and your service. So there's that, right? And folks, just as a just as a, an FYI, healthy body fat percentages, men, it's not four to six percent like you think. For men, ten to fifteen percent is a healthy body fat percentage. Women, you're going to fall over when I tell you this. Healthy body fat percentages for women are twenty to thirty percent. And I'm sorry if you don't believe that, but it's true. And uh, well, so if what, if I have 18%, I'm not healthy? No, I'm just saying that if you are like at 21%, you are in, in good shape 
and especially, you know, if you're following a good nutrition plan and a good exercise regime, you're in good shape. So don't look at that and go and go, oh my God, I'm 27% body fat, but I look okay, but I must not be okay. That's not true. That's not true. You're doing just fine. Look at your journey. Don't worry about the lady who you see on the product who's selling you that product and think I have to look like her. Look like you. That's the big thing. Look like you. So, I mean, I guess that that leads us right to how do we watch for scams, right, Joe? And and first, let's 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 make sure we understand this. First, the person giving the info doesn't matter. Listen to me again. The person giving the info doesn't matter. I don't matter. I said that. I don't matter. You can't simply believe everybody, okay? We simply believe people because of their background. Yes, I have five different certifications in exercise science. I feel like I know what I'm talking about. Not in everything. I don't know everything. I'm a, I'm a sponge. I absorb new information all the time. I love being surrounded by people who know more than me. Okay. But I know a lot about fitness and nutrition. I do. I go by what I study and what I research. And when I do that, I don't just research something and it says, well, this guy has a PhD. This guy's a scientist. This guy's a doctor. This lady over here is a scientist. This lady over here is, you know, no, I don't, I don't, I don't do it that way. I see what they say. And then I go and I look at reputable journals and I see what the, what the masses in the community are saying. All right. Exercise physiologists and so on and so forth. You don't simply believe in just one person, especially when they're selling a product, especially, especially when they give you all this information about nutrition. And then at the end, after they tell you about what you should be looking for, they all of a sudden appear with the product and say, and here's the product that's going to solve all that that I just told you about in this information video and this infomercial, by the way, that was just 45 minutes long that I had to watch the entire thing and then click on this now in order to buy your product. Well, the infomercial video was free, but then I'm going to pay you for this particular product in order to get to where you say I can get to and avoid all the problems that you're talking about in your in your infomercial. Joe, you see what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I, I think I've told you this uh, in the past as well. You know, it, a good litmus test, and I mean any advice you get, whether it be within the realms of, of this podcast or whatever it may be, always consider the person that's giving the advice um, and ask yourself a simple question. Like, how would they stand to prosper if I followed that advice? Right? Do they stand the prosper? If you if you find that it's at least at the very minimum both of you stand to prosper by following their advice, then it's probably worthwhile. But mm. if you see it as as you know this really their angle, they're just really trying to do something for themselves. Well, you know, again, you have to kind of it, it. It all goes into making a a sound decision. I, th- I think we've talked about that in the past yes. as well. And the same thing falls true here. Yeah. Yeah, and that's true. And, and, and I'm going to talk about a couple other things as well when it comes to watching for scams and so on and so forth. Uh, watch for claims that are true, but over-exaggerated. And I'm going to give you one example. Anytime somebody says you're going to gain 10 pounds of muscle in a month 
or gain, uh, you're going to gain. 10 to 20 pounds within uh, a few weeks. Within a few weeks? Yeah, because celebrities Walk know, away. celebrities yeah. have a, uh, they, they've they've gone back to the way things used to be, and they can gain anywhere from 15 to 20 to 30 pounds in as, few, as, as little as a few weeks, I believe is exactly yeah. what the tagline is. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that is, uh, that is, that is by far one of the biggest, that's one of the easiest ways to find a scam. It just is. If it's too good to be true, it probably is not true. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it's, it's that simple. It's that simple. It's probably not. So walk away from it. Simple as that. You don't even need a degree in exercise physiology to know that. Number, you know, number three, you need to work on several things. You need to work on your rest. You need to work on your nutrition. You need to work on your exercise and you need to develop your plan of attack over time. Patience. You need to follow your journey over time, years and years of working on you and just feeling better and better on a daily basis. That's what you need to do. What do you talk about when it comes to rest? I'm talking about your sleep believe we've done a podcast on that, Joe. You need to work on your sleep, how you're sleeping, things to avoid when you're trying to sleep, the different cycles of sleep, okay, and so on and so forth. You need to work on if you what it means by taking a nap, what are the best times of day to take a nap, when you should take a nap. Joe, why don't we include sleep, the podcast we did not that long ago. Why don't we include the link in this particular podcast right here so people could understand that. Nutrition, I mean, every third show, every fourth show on this particular podcast is about nutrition. Pick a pick an episode, any episode. Learn how to eat properly. Pick something. Follow a journey. Combine a few things. Well, how do I know what's right for me? You're going to have to have patience and try. Try something different. Try. Well, I'm already doing something that's working great. Okay, so what would you? Okay, then do it. Keep doing it. We're not telling you to change. Our, if it's not broken, why are you fixing it? Just continue on your journey. When it comes to exercise, we do plenty of shows with that. Maybe you already understand what you're doing when it comes to exercise. If you don't, listen to the podcast that we have on here when it comes to foundational training, when you're starting, when it comes to leg day and why it's so important. These are the things that you have to do when it comes to yoga, when it comes to how you're supposed to stretch and how you're supposed to warm up. These are the things you should be researching and understanding, all right? Not buying every gimmick out there that's going to make you better. All right. Try to find out what's working for you and stick with it and supplement other things like that in slowly experiment with it. If it's not working, be done with it. Make sure there's always an avenue out, a legitimate avenue out. Don't let them trap you into something where if you buy something for a month trial that you are stuck there for 90 days. Make sure you read the fine writing and it's going to take it's going to take what, Joe? It's going to take everybody's ability to have patience. When they're doing that, you have to have patience. If you don't have patience, it's our fault at that point for not having patience and being stuck in this 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 whirlwind of so much information out there right now when it comes to exercise and nutrition and what's going to work for you. Plain and simple. And supplementation is just that. Supplementation is just that. Supplements. They are They are things that are supplementing because you cannot get it from your natural foods. Things that may benefit you in your workouts. Pre-workout, a lot of good things about that, all right? 
branch chain amino acids, a lot of times we can't get all that from supplementation. We got to get that from our food first. And if we can't get that from our food, then we go to the supplements and try and grab a hold of those branch chain amino acids, those essential amino acids that we need, that food does not provide or that our body does not make for us, that food and supplements provide for us. You have to understand these roads. You have to understand that you have to do the research. Don't think that, that I started this journey before I started doing all my studying and all my case studies and all my essay work and everything, getting my certifications, don't think I knew how to do all this stuff. I had to research everything. And I still do. I still do. Every two years, I'd still have to update my, my research and understand what it is I'm looking for because I can't bring this information to you if I'm not comfortable with it. So understand that, folks. You have to have your research. When you're looking at supplements, keep listening to our shows on supplementation when we talk about what you're looking for in these different supplements. And you know, finally, uh, last but not but not least, for sure, Joe, watching for claims that are true but over-exaggerated. Now, I'm going to give you guys one example of this particular situation. When you're looking at things where people are talking about a product that they sell, okay, or a service that they provide – Click on this and, and follow my exercise regime and follow my, you know, you, you, you can purchase my workouts for this amount of money um, over a certain period of time. And you're going to, you can lose up to, you know, they always make sure they use those words up to this amount of weight, gain this amount of muscle in these many days. Um, it's because some people may be able to do that. But the majority of people will not. That's not the norm. And like Joe said, they'll put the little asterisk in the background. I seen this not that long ago with a gentleman. I'm not going to lie to you, Joe. The gentleman, he's been around the fitness industry now for 20 plus years. He has a PhD. When you listen to him talk, very, you know, he's... He's very fluent in exercise physiology. He he understands. He uses all the big words and makes him sound makes himself sound studious. Um, simply uh, fits the part when you see him on video. Uh, very very put together. Uh, and for his age, uh, I give him credit for for his physique. Uh, but here's the thing. He says some things sometimes that are very irritating. Okay, he tries to sell a certain product. Again, I'm not going to mention the person's name. He tries to sell a certain product, folks. Now, listen to this. One of his products that he tries to sell, he has a plethora of products out there, all right? One of the products he tries to sell claims that uh, within, its, within its ingredients is caffeine and several other ingredients. And when the, these ingredients work together with caffeine, that you can lose all this body fat, all right, just and I'm gonna I'm gonna read exactly what he says in on his website in this one particular spot, Joe. Bear with me. When you ingest caffeine, it binds to receptors on your fat cells. Normally, the nucleotide adenosine binds adenosine binds to these receptors, and when it does, it puts a halt on fat release from the cells. With caffeine. Sitting on the receptors, adenosine can't attach, and fat release is maximized. This is particularly effective when taking caffeine before workouts. Several studies have confirmed. First of all, who in the hell wants to read that and then try to decipher if you don't understand what he's talking about? How how do you do the background check on that? How do you do a background check, number one? Sure. Number two. He lists no concrete numbers there. 
None. He says that several studies have confirmed. What studies? I say that sometimes too, okay? I'm not selling a product when I say that. If I'm going to sell you guys a product, I'm going to give you the research on the product. I'm going to give you the numbers. Trust me, okay? I'm not going to say several studies have confirmed this. Now, what he says about caffeine, we've talked about this already in pre-workout shows uh, Mm -hmm. with Ron the Pharmacist. Caffeine is a beneficial um, substance to use, uh, and it does do uh, a lot of the stuff he's claiming there, all right? I'm not going to get into everything about it, you know, sitting on the, on the receptors and so on and so forth. And when fat release is maximized, but here's the thing, he went ahead and did, and, and did two studies, right? Well, actually, no, he didn't. A group of people. All right. Uh, basically, uh, I'm going to say this group of people are, their job is to be the IRS of the fitness industry. Okay. So they basically are watching, uh, the fitness industry closely and saying, let me make sure that what he's saying and what he is claiming is working. So this, this, this group is made up of scientists and doctors and exercise physiologists and people who understand how these things work. And they ran case studies based on what he said, just in that one paragraph. They had, they had a case study, Joe, where, and, and everybody listening, they had two groups. One group was ingesting 400 milligrams of, ca- 400 milligrams of caffeine, Okay, at some point during the day before their workouts, and then you had your placebo group, all right, in terms of caffeine dose, uh, and so on and so forth, and the placebo group and the caffeine group. Now, I want you to listen to this. What we would see here is the biggest effect is at 30 minutes, where the 400 milligram group, 400 milligram group that was ingesting the 400 milligrams of caffeine, they were burning one point. 28 kilocalories per minute. The placebo group was burning 1.12 kilocalories per minute. All right. Did everybody hear what I just said? 1.28 for the 400 milligram caffeine intake group, 1.12 for the placebo group. That's only a difference of 0.16 kilocalories being burned when it comes to maximizing fat release as it is claimed in this product that they were taking, both of these groups, before they were working out. So if maximizing fat release between the two groups, show is only 0.16 kilocalories, that's, that is literally 9.6 kilocalories per hour that you would be burning different if you ingest all this caffeine from this product and the other ingredients to go with it to help boost that that you know, that particular effect that the caffeine was giving the people taking it. So do you see what I'm saying? 9.6 folks, do you know how measly that is to burn 9.6 kilocalories per hour? So if I take story there, short story there, save, save your money. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just say, don't even bother drinking coffee before the workout. Just, just save your money. (laughs) Yeah. So he was talking about ingesting the product. Okay. They Mm -hmm. were talking about ingesting this particular product. He talked about maximizing, maximizing all you're getting from this product is an extra burn of about nine to 10 kilocalories an hour. That is you spending 70, $80 a month, $90 a month, especially on Mm -hmm. auto ship, especially on auto ship. So you never have to worry about that. It's never have to worry about it. It just comes right out of your account. You don't even have to Mm -hmm. think about it until you're in the red and, and you're taking this and you actually think, that you're burning all this excess fat. No, you're not. 
you're not. And, you know, there's other, these other products, you know, and that, that go with it in order to enhance it. And at one point, he's talking about these certain products that go with the caffeine in this particular product. And there's no determination. There's no determination whatsoever in, in, his, in his research he shows here with how much of a percent increase of fat burning will take place. If you, the, the, the product that goes into what makes hot peppers hot is one of them. Okay. And the ingredient. And I don't know how to pronounce it, to be honest with you. Capsaicin? Yeah. Caps, yeah. Capsaicin. Caps, okay. Capsic, capsic, capsicasum, I believe it is. It's, I, I in, pepper, it's in pepper spray. That's. The, yeah. And, yeah. And so, and I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how to pronounce it. All right. Yeah. But it's what goes into capsicum, hot peppers. Capsicum. Okay. Yes. That, that right there. But, you know, it's, it's undetermined. It's undetermined what, what it does to, to affect body fat burning percentages. So that's going in there as well. He never gives any concrete numbers. None. There's no concrete. The concrete numbers I just gave you was the watchdog study to see if this product is actually doing what he claims it's doing. And so that is what I'm talking about when, when it's not that you know, people are buying this stuff just because he has a PhD and he's an exercise physiologist and he looks the part. Well, there was more research done. And this is how we're going to end the show today. And folks, this is a long show. And I don't apologize for that because when you have a lot of information that you have to, you know, give out to your, to your listeners, you have to understand, I don't care if you listen to the show in, 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 sec- in segments or how you do it, listen to the whole show because it's important to understand this. There's a thing that we call a natural muscular potential calculator. You're going to say, how does this tie to this? I'm going to tell you in a second. This particular calculator, you can Google it, natural, muscular, potential, calculator. Joe, if you could, I sent you a link, and I want you to put that link in the description of the podcast so people can just click on it, and they can understand what this calculator does. And basically what it does is it measures things like your circumference of your wrist, of your ankle, um, your height, your, you know, and, and so on and so forth, your, 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 your body weight and, and a few other things. And from there, what it does is it takes your FFMI. Now, everybody who knows your body mass index, that's your BMI. Now, what the BMI does is it measures your body mass in relation to your height. But the problem with that is this, when you're measuring your BMI, it's taking into account glucose, bone, all right? Uh, not just muscle tissue, uh, fat, and everything else, organs, everything that is weight in your body is what your body mass index is taking in. Whereas the FFMI, the fat-free mass index, which is what you measure when you use this natural muscular potential calculator, that particular uh, uh, measurement is a measurement amount of muscle relative to height, which is extremely important, even more important in my book. When you do this and you plug in those numbers, folks, with that calculator, I'm going to give you an example here just for men right now. Men should measure in terms of natural muscular development, Joe, they should measure anywhere between 19 and 25. That's the number you should get when you plug your numbers into the calculator, 19 and 25. Anytime you find a number of an individual exceeding way past 25 or even a little bit past 25, in so many different ways, guess what? Guess what about that individual when we talk about men? There's a good chance to a great chance to a pretty decent chance for sure 
that they're taking something that they shouldn't be taking to enhance muscle growth. And that is why, or that is how in the, Joe, in the supplement industry, when in the sports world, when research is done on particular sports enhancing or sport, you know, they call them PEDs, performance enhancing drugs. This is how they figure out what athletes can take and what they cannot take. Anything that is considered after extensive research in the laboratory, anything that is considered to enhance someone's muscularity that will take them past that 25, it's removed and said you cannot take that. And that is why if you find that in someone's system, that people always think it's steroids automatically. It's not. There's so many other things out there. But, you know, so if you're taking steroids or a form of steroid and they do your FFMI and it's 27, 28, then immediately there's suspensions, fines, things of that nature. And I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard of that before. Um, and so, and, and I'm not just talking to Joe, I'm talking to all my listeners out there. Um, that, that being said, the gentleman I just talked about with that product, with the PhD, who looks fantastic, his FFMI, after they did the measurement in studies and research that people don't see, but that I found and I found it in a reputable source is almost 29. What does that tell you? Guess what? I don't believe him. I don't believe anything he says anymore because all of a sudden I have to think to myself when I'm watching that from what I believe, ladies and gentlemen, what I believe is a very reputable source in terms of finding out whose physique is legitimate and whose physique is not. I believe that he understands and has so much knowledge that when he's talking, it sounds impressive. His products look impressive, but here he is, and he's already been caught more than once with product where he lies the little white lies in order to sell the product, making thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in profit off of it. And not only that, but his physique, which, by the way, he's always there with his shirt off. He can't sell anything with his shirt on. So I always find that fascinating. Shirt's got to be off all the time. I don't know what this guy looks like in clothes, okay? And so, and so now he's selling you this product, and he's done a little cheating himself to get to where he's at. Now, again, I'm not going to mention his name. I'm not going to do that. But I am sick and tired of people that are coming to the social media platform, and they're abusing what they've worked for because they want to get to the forefront and they want their product, their image to be the top of the game. And once one person does it, now you're seeing a ton of people doing it. Now we got 50 million guys running around on the internet with their shirts off. And everybody thinks if I take that product, I'm going to look like that guy. You know what I'd like to do, Joe? And I'm going to say this in closing. I'd like to take the FFMI of every single one of them people and really find out where we're at and how they got there. That they take their shirt off. I'd like to know just how natural they are before they start selling these products, making everybody think that someday in the very near future, I'm going to look like that guy. And I'm tired of it. And yes, folks, it pisses me off on a daily basis. Joe. All right. Well, true words have never been spoken. And apparently you're not, <laughs> you're, you're just putting it all out there. And that's, hey, you know what? I, I think that that's what most people, I said last week, we would be doing our listeners a disservice if we didn't give it to them straight. And, you know, there it is. But yeah. Uh, so let's talk about next week's show. Yeah. Uh, let's we're get start- off this. Uh, I agree with you. Go ahead. 
<laughs> we're going to be talking about arrogance versus confidence and what the difference is between the two of them and is arrogance okay as long as it's in moderation. Just some things we have to ask ourselves and even more so our listeners next week. All right. Well, until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you're on Anchor and have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. Hey, everybody, be the best you out there. Listen, if you listen that, listen to the last part of the show when we talk about things you need to do. I know you're sitting there going, I, you're saying, I don't want to do the research and so on and so forth. You have to do the research. You have to, you have to understand what it is you're looking at and you have to do the research. Don't believe the gimmicks and the hype it is a big problem in this country uh and i guarantee you around the world when it comes to it and it's it's stopping you from being the best you be happy with who you are and go after being the best you you're not trying to look like everybody else this show got me all worked up be the best you